your home of the pins and the best pins coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh, an iHeart Radio station. the bar at the Pittsburgh Marriott last night and some woman approached me and identified herself as someone who had given me crap on Twitter. Just was a jerk to me on Twitter. And now she wants to have a conversation. So I just didn't talk and she said, do you remember me? And I said, yes, I do. That's why I'm trying to blow you off right now. And she got the hint and left. Look, if you defecate on me, It's not funny, and you don't get to be my friend later, and I'm not going to reminisce and laugh about how you gave me a hard time on social media. If you insult my appearance, and by the way, this woman was about as big as I am, and I don't mean that as a compliment. If you insult my appearance and question my integrity and blah, 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 it's not showbiz, and you can G-F-Y. And guess what else twits on Twitter? You just made the list. Now you know. Oh, the right now on Twitter, I am not responding except the people I follow. Twitter is a useful tool, but most of those who use it are also tools and not useful. Uh, to continue that conversation I just had with Bob McLaughlin about uh, Sergey Bobrovsky. It really is like uh, the movie What About Bob? John Tortorella should give Bob a vacation from his problems. And if the Blue Jackets do play the Penguins, and boy, that'll be a great time to be live for Columbus Talk Radio because the debate there will be nonstop. From the time the matchup is set, the debate in Columbus is going to be, should they go with Bob or Corpusalo? And uh, I just said what I would do. I'd go with Bob the first game, and if he played bad, I'd go with Corpusala. you got to give your number one, the Vesna Trophy winner from last year. you got to give him the first crack. But if he loses again, you just can't keep losing the same way to the same team with the same guy. It would be great if Torch said to Bob, Bob, I'm going to give you a vacation from your problems. You know, Coach, it feels so right that I came in here to talk to you. Yes, Bob, it does, and now it feels so right that you're leaving. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Let's go to Zach in downtown. Zach, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, how you doing today? Hi, Zach. So I was thinking about... Uh, your discussion of Phil Kessel's shot and how just lightning quick it is. And it, it just made me reflect on Super Troopers 1 when they're firing guns at the bulletproof jockstrap. If they created yeah, I don't parody- see any relationship there. Thank you for the call. If I can tell you're not going to be funny, I'm going to cut you right off. And that wasn't going to be funny. By the way, quite a barrage of things I want to see in uh, in movies and various media coming out. The Paterno movie on HBO. Uh, the movie Chappaquiddick, which is currently in theaters. The Andre the Giant documentary, which premieres next week on HBO. And there's a documentary. I don't know why, but it's only on demand. It's an ESPN documentary. 
It's about Bobby Knight's last days as head coach in Indiana. The last days of Knight. I would think that would be uh, incredibly interesting because as good as a basketball coach that Bob Knight was, he was just a, a florid sociopath. And I'm surprised he never killed anybody. I mean, just a bad human being. Seriously, you look at that guy. Like Paterno's last days, you didn't get the impression he was a bad guy. He was just an oaf who stayed too long and couldn't manage the situation or coach a major college football team at age 84. Bob Knight was Satan in a red sweater. He was the devil incarnate. Oh, good, the phones are down. Which means I can't take calls, which means I just have to sing... Dr. Leo Marvin's a genius. Your death therapy cured me. You genius. Man, a lot of equipment problems lately. A lot of equipment problems. 412-333-9939, the number to call. Yeah, I wish I was doing Columbus Talk Radio because the Bobrovsky stuff, if they played the Penguins again, that would just be easy money. I'll tell you what I what I did like about the Blue Jackets last night, though. Because I really watched that game relatively carefully, took some notes. I do like the Dubois kid at center, the rookie. Do I think he's a number one center on an NHL playoff team? I don't know about all that. But I do think that him playing first-line center drops Wenberg to second-line center. They're more like a two or a three, really. Two and a three, pardon me. Dubois and Wenberg, and uh, they don't have a number one center. And, and that is a problem for them, especially matching against the Penguins. But they're a little better down the middle now that Dubois has come on, and he's at the very least a decent player. Dubinsky tried a shenanigans last night, but Dubinsky looked slow and tired, and it didn't look like his heart was in it. He's a lot closer to the end than he is to anything else. Now, I, I believe he's had a drinking problem. He's trying to stop. Got to be tough. Uh, seriously. Got to be tough trying to, you know, maintain your routine when part of your routine's bad for you and you have to cut it out of your routine. And obviously, I encourage uh, Dominsky in his battle in that regard. You don't wish ill on anybody when they're battling something like that. Uh, okay, the phones are fixed. How exciting. Let's go to uh, Doug in the car. Let's see if the phone works. Doug, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Okay, it's not Doug, it's Dan. I don't care who it is, just put him on. What's your name, sir? It's Dan. What's up, Mark? Okay, Dan, what's up? Not much. Uh, with pretty much every topic being beaten to death at this point in the week, wanted to ask you something a little different. And with both playing so well, who do you feel is a more impressive acquisition by Rutherford, the Bornquist trade or the Kessel trade? Uh, that's a good question. I think they're both uh, very necessary to requirements, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. They're both. I mean, they're both unique. You think about it. The Hornquist deal was his first move, I believe, as a manager, a general manager. So you know, trading Neil away. Well, now don't forget, really, I'm really a big James Neal fan. Was then, am now. But but you know, it's funny because Nashville needed a player like Neil, and Pittsburgh needed a player like Hornquist, and that really was the proverbial trade that benefited both clubs. I don't think that David Poyle in Nashville had anything to be ashamed about regarding the aftermath of that trade, although there was some irony when Patrick Hornquist scored the cup-winning goal in Game 6 last year 
against his whole team. Uh, What I love about Patrick Hornquist, and thank you for the call, Dan, what I love about Patrick Hornquist is uh, here's a guy just signed a new five-year deal, which assures his financial future for the rest of his life. And since then, he's played better. Since then, he's put his body even more risk, beat himself up even more. That is a real competitor, and I've always been a Patrick Hornquist fan, even though he treats the media kind of crappy, and I'm even more so now. Let's go to Daryl in the car. Daryl, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, big fan. Hi, Daryl. I just wanted to ask, with the the lack of penalties that get called in the playoffs, uh, do you think that that will affect the uh, the odd man rushes that the, the Penguins keep letting up. Why would that uh, affect the odd man able, rushes? Uh, well, with being able to get a little interference hair there or a slap No, I don't think the Penguins will... will do that. I think they're just going to play like they play. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Will and Dormont. Will, you're on with Mark. Hey, what's going on, Double M? What's up? Not too much. Um, so I got a debate going on with a buddy of mine. He says Tortorella is a far better coach than Sullivan, and I completely disagree. I think Tortorella is a caustic jerk in the locker room. No one stands. I think, think Tortorella has proven he's a good coach. He won the Stanley Cup with Tampa Bay, but he comes with an expiration date. Tortorella is a good fix-it coach. He can come in when a team's bad and make it better over the short run. I think he wears his players out, and I, I think that uh, that he's close to doing that in Columbus right now, and maybe especially so with certain players, especially Bobrovsky. But but I do give Torch credit because he brought in Panarin this year, who's not a guy you'd figure he'd be crazy about, and he's gotten a lot out of him. Uh, I think that you've got to give Mike Sullivan credit because he's taken uh, what's good and bad about Tortorella and boiled it down to the good. Let's go to Robert in the car. Robert, real quick, you're on with double M. Robert, are you there? Okay, we don't have Robert. So we'll ask Mark anything now. But it can't be asking me about hockey because hockey is uh, what it's all about from now through the end of the playoffs of the Penguins. But it's time. Oh, wait, I'm going until 630 today. Oh, that sucks. Okay, it's not time for Ask Mark Anything. That'll be a, a damn it. Anyway, hockey calls now. 412-333-WXDX. This is Connor Sherry of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You're listening to Mark Madden and the best hockey talk on 105.9 The X. It is really amazing to see a, a guy who looks like a 12-year-old bowling his way to the net like he did last night and scoring that goal. And then when he skates away, he looks like a 12-year-old again. Just amazing stuff from Connor Sherry last night. Let's hope it continues, and let's hope that Jake Gensel can't pick it up a little bit like Sherry has because those are undoubtedly a couple guys the Penguins need more from. And I'm still adamant, in my opinion, that uh, Gensel and Rust isn't enough for Crosby to work with. Uh, Sullivan thinks it is, so it has to be. But Crosby's always the guy who has to elevate. Malkin's got two line mates, the two Swedes that he's working real great with. Uh, the third one's going to be Broussard and Kessel. Those are two good guys on one line. Uh, Crosby has the least to work with, no question, of the top three lines. I would still put Hornquist with Crosby. 
I just would, but uh, I don't think they're going to. Uh, still no word. I think Mike Sullivan's going to meet with the media at 5.30, and I'm sure he'll say then who the starting goalie is tonight. I can't believe it wouldn't be Matt Murray. Although I'm going to offer a disclaimer, the coaching staff is in love with Casey DeSmith. Let's see if the coaching staff would be in love with the aftermath if the Penguins didn't start DeSmith tonight and lose and not get home ice because of it. I don't think they'd be very much in love with that. Once again, 412-333-9939. I'm trying to find the Tiger Woods update because that's all that matters. That's all the news that fits is how Tiger Woods is doing. Let's see here. He is still four over. Wait, four over on the day. He lost another stroke. Now five over on the tournament after 12 holes today. He might not make the cut. Uh, if he doesn't make the cut, as I said yesterday, I'm actually climax on the air if it happens while I'm on the air. I don't make that much noise. You'd be surprised. Disappointed, surprised, whatever. 412-333-9939. And now I can't get back to my switchboard. Oh, here we go. Let's go to Max in the car. Max, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Mark, are you there? I am here. Where else would right. I be? I agree with you that Jake Kessel is not producing. When and why won't they put Kessel with Crosby? Well, first off, Gensel's a left wing and, and Kessel's a right wing. So you're not saying yeah, Kessel instead of Gensel Rutherford. because that wouldn't work out. But, but, but you know, it, it is funny that when Rutherford traded for Kessel uh, over two years ago, that uh, the thought was it was going to be Crosby with Kessel, the great skater and playmaker along with the great finisher. But those two have almost never played together five on five, and I don't know why, because it seems like their styles would match. I have a theory about it, Max. Would you like to hear it? I would love to. You're the best. Crosby and Kessel are very demanding of their line mates, specifically Crosby. Kessel less so, but Kessel doesn't take any crap from anybody. And I think if Crosby and Kessel played together, they would be at each other's throats constantly. Well, couldn't they put him out there for a couple shifts, like during the game, to change it up? You're right. I'm surprised they've not even tried that. But I think they would be at each other's throats constantly. You may remember last year, uh, I guess they were out there for a power play, and they came back to the bench, and Crosby had said something to Kessel, and Kessel dropped a bunch of F-bombs at Crosby, including F-U. In fact, the exact quote was, who the F do you think you're talking to, F-U? That was the exact that quote. Falcon? No, no, that was that was, that was Kessel talking to Crosby. Oh, I thought he was talking to Malkin. My bad. New. No. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Brandon in North Hills. Brandon, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, I just wanted to say Sarah Flaviano also said that you don't make that much noise when you climax. Sarah Flaviano wouldn't know, unfortunately. Anything else, Brandon? Yeah, uh, last year you called uh, the Capitals in seven. What is your prediction if we see them again this year? Uh, I don't know. It depends when, when the Penguins see them. They won't play them in the first round, but a lot can happen between now and the second round. What, am I supposed to be embarrassed because I thought the Capitals would win? The series went yeah. to seven games, another another team won. What's the difference? We Yeah, we won. You were supposed to call the Penguins in seven, not the Capitals. What are you doing? Well, right now making more money than you, right now getting paid for this call, right now not speaking like a wimpy little worm of a man. Have you ever heard yourself talk? 
My God, yeah. it sounds like you're apologizing for the minute you open your mouth. And you talk about my sexual exploits, I guess that's because you have none to talk about. Anything else? Oh, I... <laughs> no, I think no believe, believe me, you couldn't get laid at gunpoint, pal. I can tell just by the way you talk. In fact, even gunpoint might not work. Sarah Flaviano, she came across you in a gun, should take the bullet gladly. Thank you for the call. I hope Sarah's listening. Let's go to Doug in the car. Doug, you're on with Double M. Double M, big fan, big fan. Thanks for taking Thank the call. Hey, real quick, last year, you know, Flurry was a big part of the Stanley Cup run. Do you think Murray has the stamina to make an entire Stanley Cup run? What, what do you mean the stamina? You think he'll, uh, like, just fall games? asleep one day in the net, the stamina? How many how many games do you think a backup goalie is going to need to play? Maybe a couple. I don't know. How can I predict that? Uh, let's go back. Let's not use last year as the sole uh, barometer. Let's look at 2016 when Murray won 15 of the 16 games. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm asking for your opinion. I, 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 I think seen... he'll be perfectly healthy and never miss a game again for the rest of his life. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> yes. Thank you for the call. I mean, how do you predict that? How do you predict somebody's health? Everybody wants to have son of a bitch, but I want Murray's brittle. Didn't look too brittle in 2016. My God, this is that's why this town blows goats. Be, because you win and you're not happy. Okay, last year, well, yeah, they won, but now they don't have Flurry, and, and Murray was hurt, and, and, and the year before that, Flurry was hurt. What if somebody gets hurt? Well, guys get hurt in sports all the time, you nitwits. Maybe they won't win this year. And if they don't win, maybe it won't be somebody's fault. You have to have somebody to blame. Now, if I were you, I'd look in the mirror. Why don't I make enough money? Why is my wife ugly and not that bright? Why are my kids stupid? Why is my daughter knocked up at 17? These are the questions you should ask yourself instead of why can't Chris Letang or Matt Murray play better? Let's go to Michael in the car. Michael, you're on with Double M. Um, thanks for making my call. I wanted to ask uh, your expert opinion. If you thought the Penguins clinch second place tonight, uh, what are the chances that uh, Tortorella and Columbus may be tanked tomorrow night so they do not have to face the Penguins in the first round? I don't think Torts is like that. I don't think many hockey teams or coaches are like that. Uh, okay. it'd be, it, it, you know, you're, you're, well, let, let me ask you this, though. Would yeah. it be a bonus for Tortorella to face the Capitals in the first round? Well, no, you're, you're you're right there, yeah. Although, then um, again, Bobrovsky but, doesn't have the Capitals jinx, it's the Penguins jinx. Right, that's what I was going to say. I mean, he's, he's made the playoffs three times, and he's lost to the Penguins three times. So maybe, here's, what wouldn't, here's what wouldn't shock me, uh, Michael. It wouldn't shock me if the Blue Jackets went all out at Nashville and lost and were happy about having lost. Right. Not that they tanked, but it would turn out okay if they did, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's a tough place to win a game. Then again, Nashville, exactly, nothing to play for. Thank you for the call, Michael. Oh, here, the Raiders signed Senquez Golson, the former Steelers second-round draft pick. That's what's great about pro sports. Senquez Golson, I think, has literally never played an NFL game. He keeps getting money. Let's go to Nick on Ohio River Boulevard. Nick, you're on with Double M. Yeah, Double M, what's up, man? Big fan. Thank you very little. 
Hey, I just wanted to talk to you about um, Alex, or Penguins defense. So after Alexiak, I mean, I like him on the right side, but what do they do after him with uh, depth? I mean, between Ruido and Hunwick, like you were talking about earlier. Just well, Ruido and Hunwick are the six and seven guys, and uh, I'm with you. I, I prefer Alexiak on the left side, which means I would play Hunwick. Excuse me. I prefer Alexiak on the right side. I think right. Alexiak also prefers being there. I would play Alexiak with Hunwick. But I, I don't know what their intent is for the playoffs. Uh, Ruedel got a run of games that Hunwick played. Ruedel back in the lineup last night. Maybe it depends on the opponent and matchup. But uh, I prefer Hunwick to Ruedel because I think Hunwick is a superior penalty killer. Then again, when Hunwick got back in the lineup, he didn't get penalty killing duty. You know, yeah, you know, I would agree with you. I personally, I don't know why. I just have a better feeling about um, Hunwick, uh, his game as well. I don't know why, personally, but I like him a little bit more. I don't know. Hunwick's a better hockey player than Ruedel, although Hunwick hasn't necessarily demonstrated that that often during his Penguins tenure. But I, I, despite the way he's mostly played as a Penguin, I would roll the dice and dress him over Ruedel to start the playoffs. Thank you for the call. Well, here's the latest Tiger Woods update. He is five over on the tournament, four over on the day, and he's right around that cut line with six holes to go. He trails the leader, Reed, by 12 strokes, which, of course, leads me to sing a song. You're going to miss the cut. You're going to miss the cut. Now you got to believe me. You're going to miss the cut. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. This is the Mark Mad Show. Those were some good hockey calls. Let's have some more hockey calls. Four one two three 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 WXDX. Abby on the. This is Justin Schultz of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You're listening to Mark Madden and the best hockey talk on one hundred five nine the X. I have breaking news, and you're going to want to call and comment on this. Casey DeSmith is in goal tonight. Very rarely do I disagree with a decision Mike Sullivan makes. This is absurd, and it's a bad decision even if it works. You need a point for home ice, play your best goalie. Okay, it's like they're far too in love with Casey DeSmith. Casey DeSmith isn't as good as Tristan Jari. He shouldn't be the number two goalie, and this is another example of their over-infatuation with him. I'm not saying he's a bad goalie. I'm just saying Tristan Jari's better, and I'm saying Matt Murray should play tonight at any rate. Call and comment, Casey DeSmith in goal tonight in a game where the Penguins need a point to clinch home ice. Your thoughts, 412-333-WXDX. I just don't get that. I don't get not playing Matt Murray. If Murray's hurt, that's one thing, but I saw no indication he was hurt at the end of last night's game. If you're trying to show confidence in Casey DeSmith, why the freak do you need to do that? And here's what's weird. Here's where Sullivan's contradicting himself a little bit. Remember under the 2016 season, they were playing a meaningless game. A meaningless game. And Marc-Andre Fleury was hurt, and they played Matt Murray anyway, and he got hit in the head, he got concussed, and Jeff Zadkoff had to play the first two games of that Rangers series. All's well that ends well, but that was a bad decision by Mike Sullivan, and this is a bad decision by Mike Sullivan, even if it works. Here's something else that pisses me off. Uh, let me give you a little background. You know they have those two guys that, that are the keepers of the Stanley Cup, right? They have the white gloves. They carry the cup around. There are two guys who do that. 
One's a guy named Mike Bolt. He's usually the guy I meet when he brings the cup to Pittsburgh. He's a good guy. He parties. He's he's. I like Mike Bolt. Phil Pritchard, the guy you see on TV, the guy with the page boy haircut, he's a dink. He's just a self-important douchebag. He thinks he's carrying around the crown jewels. It's i got to be honest. If my job was to be the watchdog for a trophy, and that was my whole life, I'd think I had failed miserably. So anyway, for whatever reason, Philip Pritchard tweets, you know where he's got the cup today? In Philadelphia. It's on the Rocky Steps, the City Hall Steps. The cup's in Philadelphia. Yo, take your stupid haircut, your stupid white gloves, Put them on and get the cup out of Philadelphia because it shouldn't be there unless it goes there honestly, which it hasn't done since, say it with me, 1975. God, that, that I knew I didn't like Philip Pritchard. Now I like him even less. Why is it there? Somebody tell me. Why is the cup in Philadelphia? Oh, I don't like that at all. Let's go to uh, John and Robinson. John, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Good day, double one. What up? Not much. So, what I was wondering, um, come playoff time, if you assume Derek Broussard is healthy, where do you slot Riley Shaham? Do you move him down to the fourth line, or do you consider playing him up higher? Because from what I've seen, I've been impressed by his play, and I think he needs more minutes than when we've had him He's a fourth-line fourth center, line. period. He has done nothing to merit being more than a fourth-line center. Where would you put him? If you moved him up the lineup, and who would you give him minutes at whose expense? Um, from my point of view, Tom Kunakel has not thrilled me the last two, three weeks. Okay, Tom, okay, okay, uh, bro, 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 think before you call. So you want to move Riley Sheehan up the lineup, but you're saying play him in place of Tom Kunakel. What line is Tom Kunakel on? I think he's a fourth line winger. Well, that's right. So you're suggesting moving Riley Shane from fourth-line center to fourth-line winger. What the frig sense does that make? Did you hang up? Good. You're stupid. Goodbye, stupid. Riley Shane's a fourth-line center. He's a good fourth-line center. That's what he is. What, you're going to bench Aston Reese for him? You're going to give him some against those minutes with Sid? My God. Let's go to... uh, Mike in Mon Valley, Mike, you're on with Double M. How are you doing? Big fan, big fan. What up? I agree with I agree with you about uh, who he's starting in goal tonight. And I want to tell you that game last night was like a playoff game. It was fantastic. It was a playoff game in terms of the excitement level and the closeness and the back and forth, but it wasn't very defensive, was it? No, it was not. No. Josh Owey tweeted today. Thank you for the call, Mike. Josh Owey tweeted last night, I should say, that if any team can go through the playoffs winning five to four games, it's the Penguins. And that might be true if any team can, but I'm not sure that any team can. Tiger just got a birdie. He's plus four. The cut's projected at plus five. It is an anxious day at Augusta National. Let's go to Andy in Wexford. Andy, you're on with Double M. How you doing? What up? Um... I have uh, two questions, actually. The, a couple, uh, last week or so, when the two Chicago goalies went on and they had to bring in that third guy, is that something every club does? Do they all have... Every every NHL arena for every game has an emergency goalie that can play for either team should the need arise, correct? Huh. 
And then, uh, but, but it's not each saying, team has a goalie. It's each arena has a goalie that could play for either team. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, you were saying DeSmith is playing tonight. Is he going to be That's the number the two now in the playoffs? Well, I'll put it this way: he's on the roster, right? And Jari's in Wilkes, right? That just doesn't make very much sense to me. Well, no, I'm not outraged that Casey DeSmith is on the team ahead of Jari. I'm outraged he's playing tonight, unless Murray's hurt. Let's go to uh, John and Butler. John, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, big fan, big fan. Thank you very little. Oh, my back. I just had to get that out there. Uh, No, I I have no problem with Sid playing with uh, Sherry or Getzel because he elevates. He elevates... Yeah, Sid's not playing with Sherry and Gensel right now. He's playing with Gensel and Rust, which is better than Sherry and Gensel. But but that makes Sid play down too low too much. It makes him handle defense too much. Sid needs partners, not protégés. Uh, I, I, I trust Sid. He's been playing at the no, top no, of his I game. I trust Sid to do his best no matter who he plays with and to produce no matter who he plays with. But I think he could produce more with Hornquist on his line. But I have to offer the disclaimer Sid has never liked playing with Hornquist five on five. Yeah, and uh, I've always liked uh, when him. Yeah, when he's with Hornquist, Hornquist bangs it down low, and Sid can get those opposite post uh, tap ins. I mean, it. it but I, I just I trust Sid. He's an ex, he's the best player in the league. Whoever that Claude Giroux guy wasn't he supposed to be as good as Sid? A bunch of years well, he has ninety nine points. That's a pretty good season. Let's go to Tim and Beaver. Tim, you're on with Mark. How you doing, Hello, Mark? Tim. What's up? Hey, I'm not sure if this was mentioned with this Smith, but do you think they're starting him after what happened last year with Matt Murray? I mean, didn't he get knocked out in the last game? That was two years ago. I just mentioned that. But they need a point tonight. They need at least a loser point. Agreed. Agreed. That was my only thought. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Larry in Green Tree. Larry, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mr. Madden. How are you? Um, I, You know, you just touched on this a little bit ago, but I... I, I'm concerned about their defense. I don't think they are going to be able to win if it comes to a series and low scoring, if they're going to be able to buckle down. I, I don't, I don't, they haven't done it all year. So. Yeah, they did it last year. They didn't allow a goal in the last two games of the playoffs. What about that? They haven't done it this year, though, have they? Yeah, they haven't played playoff games this year, have they? No. You're this right. is a team that knows when to play playoff hockey and knows how to win a playoff hockey. Maybe you're right. Maybe they can flip the switch. But until they can't, I'm going to believe they can. Thank you for the call. Time not to ask Mark anything, but after that, an extra half hour of hockey talk right here at Buford's on Fifth Avenue. If you're coming to Buford's, I am on the top floor. So be sure to join me. I'm here until 630. But right now, ask Mark anything. 412333 WXDX. It's the X at 105.9 Hockey Night Show with your host, Mark Madden. Brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. On your home for the best Pens coverage and the best hockey talk. 105.9 The X. It's the Hockey Night Show brought to you by the three wise men, the law firm of Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Uh, we got uh, Jason Mackey of the Post Gazette joining me in just a little bit. But right now, the big story is. Casey DeSmith will start goal for Pittsburgh tonight. What's your reaction? They need a point to clinch home ice, and they're putting that in the hands of their backup goalie. Uh, I'll be blunt. It's not the decision I would have made. However, if you compare them statistically, if that's your sole barometer, 
Casey DeSmith's stats are actually better than Murray's. Uh, Murray on the season has a goals against of 2.92 and a save percentage of 907. DeSmith's numbers are 2.62 and .913. Uh, neither goalie covered himself in glory in the month of March. Uh, Murray had a goals against of 3.74 and a save percentage of 90 in five games. And Casey DeSmith in five games has a goals against of 3.2 and a save percentage of 884. That's in the month of March. That's their more recent play. So it's a risk. I'm not going to say it's wrong. I'm not going to quite say I'm outraged. I am going to say if you lose home ice because you started your backup goalie in a situation where, here, here's a little kicker to this decision. It's not like the playoffs start Monday. They start Wednesday. So you're not wearing Matthew Murray out if you play him today. Yeah, you'd be playing him two games in a row, but then you don't play Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, four days between games. So I definitely, I'm not going to mince words, I definitely would have started Matthew Murray tonight, but it's going to be Casey DeSmith in goal for the Penguins. I want your reaction at 412-333-WXDX. I'm not knocking Casey DeSmith. He's okay, but I would play my best guy. I would play my number one in a situation where a result, a favorable result, is required. And let's not kid ourselves. Even if the Smith plays well and the Penguins lose, people going to wonder and people going to criticize. No doubt on that at all. Let's go to Mark in Illinois. Mark, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Good evening, Mr. Madden. Good evening, Mark. The only logic I could think of from Sullivan's point of view would be he learned from the last two years because he played uh, – our number one goalie in 16, he ended up getting hurt in a meaningless game. Well, no, the number one goalie was already hurt in 16. Then he played the number two when he got hurt in a meaningless game. And uh, Jeff Zadkoff had to start in game one of the playoffs, game two as well. Correct. Um, I think he's just trying to protect Matt Murray because, but from a fan point of view, if we lose tonight, our record this season shows that we're not very good on the road, but I know that it's a whole different animal whenever it comes to the playoff hockey, and our guys do know how to go and amp it up. Yeah, but, but the disparity between their home record and their road record is so dramatic, I don't see how you don't play Murray tonight. And also, it directly contradicts what Mike did in 16. He played the... Uh, the starting goalie, well, the number two, but he was a quality goalie. We knew that already. He played Matt Murray in the meaningless game, and now he's playing the number two goalie in the meaningful game. It's it's definitely contradictory. I see I see no rhyme or reason to it. No, I hate to knock Sully, but uh, it's very rare when I disagree with one of Mike Sullivan's decisions. This is one of those times. Let's go to Edwin in Murraysville. Edwin, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, good to talk to you. I I, uh, I have some training in sports psychology, and my take on uh, Coach Sullivan is that um, I think um, Murray's been mediocre at best, and the last thing he wants to message to, to Smith is that he doesn't feel he's capable of winning. Yeah, I, I can game. assure you, despite your impressive background in sports psychology, Edwin, 
that he is not trying to send Matt Murray a miss message by not playing him tonight. I can absolutely assure you of that. Anything else? No, sir. Thank you. Okay, uh, bad call, Edwin. Let's go to Martin and Cranberry. Martin, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Hi, how you doing? Great, Martin. Hey, uh, let me shut this off. Um, the Penguins, definitely Matt Murray would not start. I like that they're starting to Smith because it'll help build his confidence. And with goalies, you know confidence is what it is. Why do they need to build Casey to Smith's confidence? Well, I don't know. I just think starting Matt Murray back-to-back might give him a feeling as if they think you know he's what, not You know what it might give Casey DeSmith the feeling? If Matt Murray started back-to-back, it might make Casey DeSmith feel like the backup goalie, which is exactly <laughs> what he is. There's only it's one true. thing that should be in mind tonight that's giving a point to clinch home ice. And if Sully feels Matt Murray, excuse me, if Sully feels Casey DeSmith is capable of that, okay. But he'd better be right. We'll find out. Thank you. Let's go to Dan in New Kensington. Dan, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Hey, of course. You know, let's face it. That um, Mike Sullivan's a great coach. I trust his judgment. I think it's the, uh, a good opportunity for Casey Smith to maybe try to shine and try to get a rough side. Yeah, yeah, again, just like the last couple callers, you're talking about things that aren't relevant to tonight. Only one thing is relevant to tonight, and that's clinching home ice by getting at least a point. That's the only thing relevant to tonight. I think think Casey DeSmith is going to get that opportunity. I think they're going to win tonight. Oh, they may well win. In fact, I think they probably still will. And Casey DeSmith's not a bad goalie. I just start my number one in a game where I need to get a point to clinch home ice. That's that's all I'm saying. My decision-making process would not be any more complicated than that. Up next, we're going to keep talking hockey here on the Hockey Night Show. My guest will be Jason Mackey, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, 105.9.